I was going to try and speak down there, but it's a little too tricky for me to do both things at once. So if it's okay, I'm going to just stand up here and speak from here. I'm really excited to be here today. Uh, I'll tell you just a little bit about myself. Uh, my name is Darren Martin. My wife is Sarah. She's here with me today. She is also a graduate of a program that doesn't exist here anymore. Um, we, have, uh, we have three girls. Their names are Abigail. She's our oldest. She's 16. It seems crazy that I have a 16-year-old. And then Naomi and Leah. And uh, they are with Nana today for March break. And then we're going to pick them up later today. Uh, I wouldn't have thought when I was your age sitting in these seats that I'd have a family and kids one day that are like your age. But here I am, many years later. So uh, what I do, I play music kind of primarily and secondarily I'm a, I'm a creative arts worship pastor with Ciro actually at his church called Groundswell. And uh, we went to school together a long time ago and we reconnected kind of like a cool God story over the last year and now we're working together. And so he does the preaching and I do the music leading and uh, it's, it's just been so good to get to know him again now as, as older grown-ups. Um, <laughs> I get to, I've had so many incredible, since I left Heritage, um, I've had so many incredible opportunities to, to just share the message of Jesus' love uh, through music. And I know you're talking about arts this week and so I guess that's why I was invited to come. The crazy thing is, I went to school with these two people that started dating when we were in school. Their names were Mike and Jenny. And they became Mike and Jenny Caskinette. And then they gave birth to a child. And she just introduced me. <laughs> it's crazy. So you guys, your parents are probably people I went to school with if your parents went here. And Mr. Thompson does not age at all. He looks incredible. So, <laughs> so I learned, um, as I started going into ministry, graduating here, I was a youth pastor for a long time, I learned that uh, maybe I wasn't so much a preacher as a storyteller. That was kind of affirmed in me recently when I was speaking and my mom was there. I was at a church up in um, Midland area and I, I had two services back to back and I did the first service and I said, mom, do you have any pointers or things that you want to tell me? She said, she said, Darren, it sounds like you're trying to preach. Like just, just tell stories, just be you. And so as I'm learning more about myself, I'm learning that that is, I just have to be who I am. I have to, to, to teach from the heart, but mine kind of comes across in more storytelling. So today I want to tell you a few stories and sing a few songs for you because that's kind of, that's my heart and that's how I communicate what God is doing in my life. I've been following Jesus for a long time, uh, really long time. That's a picture from 1999 when Sarah and I got engaged. And uh, you can't quite see it, but I had a long ponytail back then, too. <laughs> yeah, good old days. Um, so I, I've been kind of on this spiritual journey for years trying to figure out, like, like God, who am I? Like, I know that I was, I'm created in your image. I know that I am your, a child of you, someone that loves, someone we just sang about, this child that God loves so deeply. And yet I still have these wrestling matches all the time in my life. I should have probably arrived by now. But I still constantly ask, like, God, who am I? Because I thought I was this person, and I struggle, and I struggle. And then I get through that little battle, and I'm doing great again. And then I have these other challenges. So if you can relate it all to that, I want to share this verse and sort of pray it over you and then tell you some stories and sing some songs. It's taken from 1 Peter 2, verse 9. 
And I want to give this to you today. If you're asking these questions of like, yeah, I get it. I get this theology stuff we're studying. I get that God loves me and wants to have a relationship with me. And I have maybe been following him for years. But I still wrestle with this like, but God, who am I from day to day? How come I still struggle with these things? How come I have these pains or these feelings of hurt? These things that I wrestle with all the time. So let's, let me read this to you. But you are a chosen people a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession. I love that. That you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. You're chosen. You're his possession. You're his prize. He loves you, and he wants to give you this incredible life of following him. The year was 1999, I was here at this school called Heritage. I was graduating. I never thought I would get through my Bible college degree, but I did. I was graduating that uh, April. I was engaged to a young Sarah, froze at the time. And we didn't know what we were going to do with our lives. I managed to make it all the way through without de school without debt. Uh, Sarah had a little bit of debt, and so we had some debt. And she was going to go back to her hometown, which is like, Wheatley, down near Leamington area in Windsor, and I was kind of living in Toronto and playing in a band. And so we thought, why, why don't we just get married? That's what you do. So why don't we just get married, and we'll tackle this debt together, and we'll just start this journey, because I know we're going to get married, so let's just do it. So we got engaged. That was the engagement photo. I think it was Christmas Eve, and uh, that was back in 99. So I had no job. I had no church calling me and saying, come work at my church. Uh, but I loved music, and I played in a band at the time, and I thought, God, here I am. If you can use me to share a message of hope and love with people, then here am I, send me. And so I, we sort of stepped out together. We got married that August. This August will be 20 years we've been married, which I'm way too young for that. But um, I really didn't know what I was going to do with my life. So I started writing music. Uh, I always loved music. I was kind of a closet musician when I was here at Heritage. I was super blown away by not just the talent of this team, but the heart. It was beautiful to see that this morning in worship. And so I was kind of strumming along with the guitar, and, and, and that's how I got my start into music. Um, one of the verses that has always kind of come with me is from Ephesians 2, verse 10. It says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So I was a youth pastor for a long time, but I was this closet musician who had these songs to, like, share with people, and I just didn't know where and how to do that. So fast forward a few years till about three or four or five years ago. I was sitting in my bedroom one day strumming my guitar, and I had been playing for years and years at this point in, can I say the word bar in here, in bars, and I was trying to, like, communicate a message of Jesus in these bars, um, and churches and stuff as well. But all of a sudden, I had this heart that I wanted to go back into the church and share songs uh, to encourage people from the church, to get excited about their faith, to start living missionally and thinking about how can we reach our neighbors for the, for the gospel. And so I sat there writing this song, and I didn't think that song would ever do anything other than just be this little worship song that I wrote. 
then I got in, invited to come to this church and share that song. So I got up there one day. I was leading worship with their team, and I shared this song. It's called Rest in Your Arms. And at the end of the song, I went out into the foyer. I have a little CD table set up. You guys may not know what those are, but they used to have these circular things that play music. And I was, I was at my merch booth there, and a man came up to me and said, um, can I talk to you about your song? And I was like, yeah, sure, sure, what's up? And he said, well, theologically, I don't know that God is someone who is comforting and mushy like you've made it seem in that song. I think God is more of a, if you read through the Psalms, and I was like, are you kidding me right now? Like, I don't want to discuss theology with you. And, and as this is happening, I'm kind of shrinking. I feel this tap on my shoulder, and it's a lady. And she said, can I talk to you for a sec? And I said, yes, you can. Sir, thank you. <laughs> thank you. So I turn around, and I'm talking to this woman. And as soon as she starts talking, tears come into her eyes. And she says, I just want to share this, share a little story with you. Um, I haven't been to church in a long time, like two or three months. And the reason is because my mother passed away. She had cancer. And I was really angry at God. I really was angry. And I didn't want to come back to church. Because sometimes when you come back to church, people who haven't seen you for a while, they may make a comment. And they mean well, but sometimes they come across not very loving. And I didn't want to bump into that person that says something to me that will just set me off because I'm so mad at God right now. But then I realized when I came here this morning and they got up and they introduced some guy that got up there with a beard and sang this song, that that song was for me. And that song touched my heart in an incredibly deep way. And I realized that the church is this gift from God of community, of broken brothers and sisters that gather together in their brokenness to worship this incredible God. And so I came back today not really wanting to, realizing that I need this. I need to lean into community when I'm going through hard times instead of pushing it away. And I'm standing there going, are you kidding me? Like, I wrote this song in my bedroom. Like, can God really use that little thing to have that impact? So we had this really nice talk. And I told her that I'm a storyteller, so I'm going to have to tell this story. And she said, that's okay, that's good, that's good. So I wrote this song and recorded it. And we're going to sing this one for you now. It's called Rest in Your Arms. It's actually a, a worship song that I sing at churches. So if you can pick it up and sing along with us, please do. I should introduce my very, very good friend and big brother Jeremy over here. This is Jeremy Martin. He was also a student here at Heritage. Mm -hmm. And he and I play music together in something called the Martin Brothers Collective. It seems like every day I choose to walk away And I don't know where to turn anymore But your word calls me now To lay my burdens down And all I want is to rest in your arms Jesus, I need you now To know that you're walking with me You carry me when I fall And you're everything that 
rest in your arms I've broken promises I've turned my face away But somehow you can still love me the same For when I'm close to you I see with your eyes too And I know that you're holy Lord Jesus, I need you now To know that you You carry me when I fall And you're everything that I need Oh, you'll never leave me alone And you'll not forsake me alone And when I feel weak Jesus, I need you now. Jesus, I need you now. To know that you're walking with me. You carry me when I fall. You're everything that I need. You are holy, Jesus. Jesus, I need you now to know that you're walking with me. You carry me when I fall. You're everything that I need, so I'll rest in Rest in your arms Rest in your arms Thank you. So I'm in life sharing these songs and stories with people, and it's, uh, it's been a really incredible journey. I had the opportunity a few years ago to travel to Egypt, and next week I'm actually going to Colombia uh, on a missions creative arts tour with another guy that actually went to Heritage a long time ago uh, as well. And it's, I'm blown away that God would use me to go and do these things. But I say this to you because I don't know you, most of you. I know a few of you. I see a few of you that I know. Um, but if I had been sitting there 20 years ago and someone came in and sang some songs and shared some stories and, you know, didn't give me a challenge that I could actually be up here doing this, maybe not singing 
Maybe you sing, maybe you don't. But that God could use you however just by sort of laying it out there and saying, God, here am I. Send me. Take me to wherever you want me to go. Use me in this world to share your message of Jesus. And so things were going great. We're moving along, playing music. I was a youth pastor. Had a great ministry going. And then all of a sudden our daughter, our youngest daughter, Leah, suddenly one day got very, very sick. And that experience for me, I'm not going to tell you the whole story of it, but you can actually on YouTube, there's a thing called Leah's Story. You can watch the video of it. But in a nutshell, she got very sick very suddenly, and a doctor sat down with Sarah and I in the emergency room while they were treating her and said, I need to let you know your daughter's very sick and you're going to lose your daughter. And I was rocked, like, what? I didn't, I didn't, I didn't hear that. That didn't just come out of your mouth. She's our little kid, like... It was really, really challenging to hear that. And in that moment, I'm going back to this question that I've been wrestling with my whole life. God, who am I? Who am I right now where I'm supposed to be the dad that can just fix stuff? And I've got nothing. I can't do anything here. I'm watching them work on her and intubate her and give her medicine to try and save her life. It was very, very difficult for me to go through. And so I wrote a song about that. It's been sort of the theme of my life for a long time now. It's called Who Am I? And... uh, it's just, it's just a crying out to God. Unfortunately, it doesn't give us the sort of like, oh, here's the answer. But I think it's like a lament. It's like where we just cry out to God and we just sit with the fact that we believe that God is God and God is the great healer. And in our case, he chose to heal Leah. She's now a, a healthy, happy girl. She's 13 and she's coming to Columbia with me next week, which I'm super stoked about. And so I just want to share this, this last song with you. It's called Who Am I? When I look into your eyes Through the tears Through the pain When I look behind your smile Into your heart Where love remains Who am I to say That better days will come And walk you down a road I've never walked upon Cause you are barely breathing But your heart keeps on beating When all the words seem fleeting We are still believing Into your eyes, into the dreams that still remain, where I can see the hope inside that you will walk another day.
Who am I to say better days will come and walk you down a road I've never walked upon? Cause you are barely breathing, but your heart keeps on beating. And all the words seem fleeting And we are still believing In the last 20 years, I've seen God work in so many incredible ways. And he brought us through that experience. He took me to Egypt and brought me back. And uh, we've seen so many ups and downs in our lives. And I still continue to ask the question, who am I, on like an hourly basis. Um, But I can come back to the fact that I believe that God is who he says he is. And that all of the classes that you take and all of the tuition that you give and all of the stuff that that brought you to this place to learn more about this incredible God and then hopefully go out and teach about him with your life, whatever you end up doing, that God is so worth that, that God is who he says he is and has a message to share with this broken, hurting world. Amen? Okay, let me pray this verse over you, and then Maddie's going to come back up. 1 Peter 2.9, please receive this as a gift from God. But you are chosen people a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Let me just pray for you. God, for every student here today, faculty, whoever's in this room, God, we always need to be reminded that you are who you say you are and that that you love us. For whatever reason, the creator of this incredible world desires to be in a relationship with us. And that blows my mind. But that just reminds me how great you are. So God, um, all of these students, anyone that's feeling uh, um, anxiety about upcoming exams and things like that, or family issues, or 
personal issues that they're going through. God, I just pray that you would meet them exactly where they're at and walk with them. Bring someone into their life if they don't already have someone to help them get through that. God, our lives are full of ups and downs, uh, but we just know that we can trust you through that, whatever the outcome is. So I thank you, God, for a chance to just look into your word a little bit, to share from the heart, and hopefully be an encouragement to these students. May they go from this place uh, just encouraged, not by this guy up here on the stage or anything, but by who you are and how much you love them. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.